0: Just let me go. Is that a knife? Is <laughs> that a okay. real knife? Yes, it's a real knife. My weakness. It's small knives. Just let me go. Everything okay. but knives! No! Oh, it's so simple. That was cool. What, what the hell is this? Webbing that I developed myself. I don't think you really want to know. Come right on, now. let me go! I'm Griffin.
1: I'm Molly. And
0: we're going into the Superverse. Dun, dun, dun.
1: Thank you all for joining us for yet another episode,
0: and we are continuing our Spider Man marathon, Spider Manathon, if you will.
1: And it is the amazing Spider Man.
0: Yeah, we've we've moved on from the old Tobster. We've met our our new pal uh, Andrew Garfield, and we're beginning a new journey uh, on this little. I feel like uh, certainly the most or at least talked about Spider-Man movies, the Mark Webb duology. We uh, watched this movie last year, uh, as we did with several of the other movies that we've already watched on the pod so far. But I tend to forget a lot of details about this, (laughs) even going probably just over a year between viewings. Um, There's a lot of things that I'm like, I feel like I'm experiencing this for the first time again. And I can only imagine what watching the sequel to this will be like, because we haven't seen that in seven years. That'll be fun. But some of this was still pretty fresh.
1: We're in the in the world that we've entered. We're in Avengers. We're in the conclusion of the Christian Bale Batman series.
0: Yeah, we're in a new era. We're in a new era. And you can kind of get the vibe that they are trying to kind of capture some of like what made each of those very distinct franchises tick. Um, we get the first post-credit scene in any of the Spider-Man movies, very short, um, but we also do get a lot of what I took to be them trying to capture that Dark Knight aesthetic, almost.
1: I would actually say this feels like it would slip right into the Avengers Marvel stuff that's happening. I mean, it's a little bit more serious. Like, obviously, like the Tom Holland one has a different feel. But I feel like they could have brought Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man pretty easily into Marvel. And I actually think that the fact that he seems a little bit older than Tom Holland would have been an asset Because now they're stuck with, like, a young, young Spider-Man. And it's like, but he's already an Avenger. I mean, they're making it work for Tom Hollins. But, like, I think they could have done a little time jump with this. And it would have been pretty smooth.
0: Give me a what-if episode about this Spider-Man being incorporated into the MCU. Because, and I have a fun fact that I was going to whip out later. But why not just do it now? Whip
1: it out now, Griff.
0: Oh. Okay, well, uh, they originally—not originally—there was chats between Marvel and Sony at the time about possibly putting the Oscorp Tower from this into the skyline in Avengers, and that's that's really like all that was talked about. They weren't they weren't really discussing like bringing Spider Man into the folder. I thought there was. I thought we
1: have talked about this, that there was chatter about it.
0: I think there was after the second one. Yeah. Because th- I think they were, like, struggling to figure out what to do with the character. I mean,
1: I think for Marvel, the plan was always to bring Spider-Man in.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it would have been... I would have been very interested, like, so if, say, if they had gone ahead with, you know, at least making part of this movie canon in the MCU, like, how do you... That would be such an interesting Right, because you're talking about two different New Yorks Yeah,
1: where this one wasn't affected by the aliens. Yeah.
0: Um, so strange. They did
1: do a really good job, obviously, in the Tom Holland Spider-Man of connecting that with the whole plot of mm-hmm. Homecoming. Um, And that was really cool how they did that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, obviously, yeah, they couldn't do the in this one unless they just said it wasn't. They never say what year it is, so like
0: that was 2011 they could retcon
1: like, it, like if they really wanted to.
0: Would have been really interesting to see them try and do that because I think people still think that they're going to incorporate some of like the X Men. I don't personally think they're going to do that. That dream has
1: been dashed for me. Well, <laughs> although I don't even know if it was a dream, I I think that. I don't know Wanda if Vision I wanted them for Yes. <laughs> honestly, but I don't know if I want them to be combined, honestly.
0: There's like a group of people out there that will not rest until they get um Hugh Jackman Wolverine in the MCU.
1: I mean, and I'm like, sure there's another group of people that like never want them. There to are.
0: But mix. I I I don't it's just like a. I don't think Marvel That's will do it. Because people
1: are obsessed with Hugh Jackman.
0: It's always that. It's always and Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart well, need to yes. come back. I'm like these dudes are very old, and also like they. Th- I don't see them wanting to like have to take in characters with like the baggage of creative decisions that were made by other studios that they were completely uninvolved with.
1: I mean, they have to do a new cast if right. they're going to do it. And, and I feel like, like Hugh Jackman would still do it. Like, he would still somehow be there, old as fuck. I
0: actually think that he might have said something about, like, wanting to come back.
1: Of course he if does. If it was in the
0: MCU, but not if it wasn't. Otherwise, like, yeah. But that's that's off topic. But just, just thinking about, like, the amount of work that would have to go in to bringing a group of characters with so many movies under their belt. Let alone if they had brought in Spider-Man after one movie, that's still a lot of problems.
1: Well, let's let's take this one apart, though. Let's do let's it. Let's start from the beginning. Um, obviously, we're going to be making a lot of comparisons. How to, like, can the we Toby not? Tobey Maguire series and probably to the Tom
0: Holland ones too.
1: Oh yeah, um, but we're just so fresh off of the Tobey Maguire ones, and like there were specific things that I said that I would kind of look out for. As we were watching this. So um, I still feel like overall, I really like Andrew Garfield's both his Peter Parker and his Spider-Man. But there's just something about this movie and I can't quite put my finger on it. That doesn't hold up in the same way, even though it's like obviously more modern, like the technology holds up better. There's just something about the movie itself that it's like. It's just okay,
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think I mean, Andrew
1: Garfield's really good in it.
0: Yeah, and like I do think that a big part of like why people don't rank these movies very highly, or why they don't particularly like Andrew Garfield, like in the role, I think he's really hampered by the writing and like the story that he's given.
1: Yeah, I guess that's more the story because he has good dialogue. Like, yeah, there's a- I
0: don't mean like the the like scene to scene right i mean like the how it's plotted
1: yeah it's yeah we we noticed uh, towards the end that the pacing felt really slow and maybe and that's partly because we just saw this not too long ago
0: yeah but still i mean it's it's 2 hours and 15 minutes long which is increasingly becoming like the that's a pretty common time for superhero movies now and it felt long it, yeah it,
1: we we commented in the Toby Maguire Spider-Man that like he doesn't really do his like spider-man scene like montage until about halfway through and then this one similarly like it's a long time in the movie before he really embraces being spider-man but it felt like it had been a really long time for this one
0: i think a big part of this movie and like why it is the way that it is was it was so soon there was a five-year gap between this and spider-man 3 and the gap was shorter between Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Civil War. That was They recast a new Spider-Man in two years. But I do think the way that Sony was looking at it was like, the public is fresh off like this pretty long-spanning like, trilogy that a lot of people had still fresh on their minds. And it seemed like a, a conscious effort to differentiate the story as much as they possibly could. It's like, as long as Uncle Ben still gets shot, we're good to go. People know. And I don't know. I, I think I'm not going to fault them for trying to make it different. Cause of course they kind of had to, but I do think the movie suffered because they had to, they couldn't just kind of let things go naturally. That's what it felt like to me. They were, they were very specifically like trying to make a difference, even though sometimes it didn't feel super organic for the character. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: what? Like I don't the. I guess not for the like you're trying, not working like for the I, character. You're but saying that
1: like, they tried to make like it feel fresh. and yeah, Still keep like the yeah. basic. And plot. I
0: I think the plot suffered because of that. Like they tried, but not everything that they wanted to do worked, in my opinion.
1: I mean, the Uncle Ben stuff was like fine. Like I think they did give it like a fresh. A somewhat fresh take with like the same like moral moral conundrum there. Um I think that Andrew Garfield came off looking better than Toby McGuire.
0: That's for sure. But I also But still think, similar. I think this one's a bit more contrived, because I think like I you could argue that like um this this Peter is still responsible. Because, of course, that's the whole crux of the thing. But, I mean, he definitely comes off better than Toby Maguire's Peter. But at the same time, I feel like that's that was such a big part of that movie. It was like, he was the one that was, like, actually there. And this one, it was just like, well, Ben just, like, decided to wander off. Even though Aunt May was like, can you not? And, I like, I'm not... I feel like course. we're
1: kind of jumping ahead, though.
0: We are. We are. Because I did want to talk about, like, the actual opening scene, too. Yeah. So.
1: So... We'll come back to the Uncle Ben stuff, yes. but I think overall you're saying like they just retread some of the same. Stuff.
0: Yeah, but like slightly worse to me. But we'll get back there.
1: Um. Yeah. So this movie starts with like this flashback with his parents, and to me, like this stuff, and it's in the second movie as well. But this is like the biggest tease, and then subsequently, like the biggest letdown of this series was all the stuff with the parents because they really built it up to be something. Yeah. And I guess it's just because they didn't get to do their third movie. But this was such a bummer that they didn't come back to any of this. And even, like, the post-credit scene has to do with his dad.
0: Yeah, like, I... Like I was saying, stuff that I forget between watches of this. Like, I can't believe they, they started what was planned to be a whole series about this and didn't make it more of a, a sticking point. Like, I think it would have been a very successful hook for them if they wanted to, you know, if they were planning on a trilogy, make the driving point of the trilogy the mystery... And I think that's like what they wanted to do, but it felt like they were like, Okay, we got this. We don't know what we're gonna do with it. So like do a cool tease with it and then don't mention it again because we don't know what we want to do yet.
1: I actually think that they did they were following through on it because in the next movie it has that plane scene. So like they well, definitely were doing something with it and based on this post-credit scene, like I think they did know what they were going to do, or at least they knew enough. Well,
0: so part of the reason I say that is because um, the trailer for this had like a whole thing with like the lizard being like, "You want to know the truth about your parents, Peter?" Which is all cut. There were multiple deleted scenes with him. Like there was like a, a scene where after Uncle Ben dies, like Kurt Connors like comes to his house and they like talk about his dad and stuff. Right. It was like there there should have been. I'm not saying that, like, yeah, there was stuff in the second movie, but, like, I think that Kurt Connors would have been a better villain if they had tied it in even more closely with, like, Richard Parker. And I'm not saying they didn't. Well, I think they might still
1: have in the third one since, like, they definitely kept him alive and he's, like, in prison. Like, I think if they did the third movie and if they did it right, I think they would have brought back Connors, at least just for, like, a prison, you know, a classic (laughs) phone call prison conversation. Yeah. Um... And I would have really enjoyed seeing that plot.
0: Yeah, come I mean, to fruition. I think it's it's all for me. It's just the the execution was just off from the start. Like, and that would have been like a really good hook. But they just didn't they didn't quite do it right. And I don't know how I I'm not the one writing these movies, but I do think there would have been a way to start it off. Like,
1: see, I wonder if you'd be saying that if the third movie came out.
0: Well, no, I probably wouldn't be. But I mean, and like you said, like we didn't get it, but. We didn't get it. Like, so there's two movies that build up to something that has no resolution. Right. And that's like, of course, it's not their fault that they didn't get to write it, but it still hurts these movies.
1: Yeah, obviously. But I'm saying, like, I think they would have paid off, like, these, I think it would have paid off these, like, small teases if obviously we had seen the conclusion. And so then if they had revealed their cards more in these. These first two movies, then it wouldn't have made the third movie impactful. Do you know what I mean? Like I guess
0: so, but I would also I I do agree with that. But it's also like the reason why people criticize uh Age of Ultron, which is just like it's like sequel setup. It's not like a story in and of itself. So I'm like, we're not getting anything really out of that story, like in this movie. It's just kind of like bait for later which is like
1: but that's the point like I if know. they're gonna do it over three movies just, they're gonna do it over three movies
0: maybe you know what i actually if i had to if i had to change it if they got three movies out of it i would have preferred that they just don't talk about it at all until the post credit scene of this and then deal with it more in the second one like just just treat it like you know we all the other spider movies treat his parents which it's just like yeah like they died
1: i don't I, I think I disagree because I really liked the first scene with him being a child and being left at... Because we've never seen that before. Like, how did he end up... Yeah. Obviously, his parents died, but, like, getting that scene was, like, really good. And then the fact that his dad was involved in that research, I think, was, like, really compelling. Yeah. I, I found that to be compelling in that he didn't know who this doctor Connor's guy was. I I think they could have done more with it in this movie. I guess,
0: like, I'm not trying to rag on it, because, like, I do like the mystery. I guess it's just, like, missed potential. But, like, I do like it. And I, I like how they incorporated... Kurt Connors with it. I thought that was cool.
1: But I, I I agree with what you're saying. I think they could have done more with Connors, and maybe that would have been later. But I think even in this, they could have tied the dad in more and, like, left a little bit more breadcrumbs. Yeah. Like, maybe his dad had some nefarious stuff. Or not. I mean, because that conversation with the security guy was also, like, alluding to the fact that he, I guess, like, killed his parents. <laughs> um, we We'll <laughs> talking
0: about this more when we watched the second movie.
1: <laughs> but the first scene with, like, actual... Andrew Garfield, he's like at the school.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so this is where like people's rankings for the Spider-Man actors, a lot of hot takes. Um, but people people have a problem with Andrew Garfield being like too good looking for Peter Parker, which I just think is like a very funny thing cuz I was when I was reading about just like doing some research for the episode, present like looking up deleted scenes and stuff. Someone was like, this guy's not Peter Parker. Like Peter Parker couldn't like run in a straight line without tripping before he became Spider-Man. And this dude's like skateboarding around like, no. No. Like why would why would anyone like bully this Peter Parker? Like just cuz he's awkward, which like I don't like I don't inherently agree with that um but I feel like it's just because Toby Maguire did like the nerdy like Parker so well I think this is like a valid take on like what somebody like this could have as their high school experience
1: yeah I think that they did a really good job of one they actually showed him being smart so like he was a nerd in that sense Mm -hmm. like they, we get to see him, like, flexing that part. But then we also see him being kind of like, um, maybe someone I know, like, film club, like, nerd guy. Like, <laughs> not the coolest kid, but also not, like, the most bullied kid at school. Because, like, that never really, I feel like, resonated with the Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker. I'm like, why is this kid being, like, bullied mercilessly? Mercilessly, like he's not doing anything, and I feel like they <laughs> kind of struck like a, a realistic, yeah, kid with Andrew Garfield was like, yeah, he kind of gets picked on by this one kid, but it's not even that bad. It's just like,
0: yeah, Although well, Flash, I guess that
1: fight was pretty bad. Flash
0: beat the shit out of him. I in did. That first I, know, scene. I just
1: realized that when I said that.
0: <laughs> that was way worse than anything that Flash did to him in the first. In the first movie, he barely even got a chance. He threw one punch. Um. Yeah. This was this was pretty rough. Um.
1: Uh, but he is cute. Andrew Garfield is cute. Like is. there's no getting around that, but also like there were cute, like if I'm thinking about my high school experience, like there were definitely like guys that I thought were cute, but like were definitely not cool. Yeah. Like, and they were kind of on that skater fringe. Yeah. Um. So I, I think that it's very realistic to our high school, which was we graduated in 2012, which is, like, when this movie came uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. So I think, like, it does accurately depict that. And I do think the Toby Maguire one accurately depicts how movies were betraying bullies and bullied kids.
0: I think it's more like people just... I, I do think Toby Maguire was, like, a very loyal to the comics portrayal of, like... That, that kind of nerd that Peter Parker was.
1: Except for he's, like, 30.
0: Right. <laughs> you know, so that... I mean, look, Peter Parker in the comics looked like he was 30,
1: <laughs> so it's did everybody comic.
0: else. He did <laughs> not look like a teenager. The way that he was drawn, I can tell you that. I think it's just, like, if it's not, like, that classic, like, real, like, bookish nerd Peter Parker, some people are going to have a problem But with I think it. he
1: is bookish nerd. I think the only thing that they didn't really do was, like, the clumsiness, I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, it's just, like, like he has a sense of fashion. And, like, skateboarding is, like, cool.
1: I don't think they're making skateboarding cool in this, so that's my point. Like, they, I think that they're... Mean, they had
0: the whole montage where he's, like, skateboarding. That was definitely supposed to be cool. And if you, like, all this Sony production background stuff, they were trying to make him cool. They were like, what are kids like now? They're going to have him do, like, marathons and, like, listen to dubstep because they're like, kids will the audience would I think like they're just making
1: him a realistic kid i don't think they were saying like he's cool because of it like i'm saying like i feel like i knew so many kids that like liked dub stuff liked what was popular and did things that were popular but still were not cool like he's awkward
0: yeah like how yeah he talks i mean, to people it's i guess just, it's just a different take on it yeah but. I do think I, I think you're I think right fact, in how they're approaching. he's just too this charming, like
1: Andrew he Garfield is. is too charming. He
0: is, like, it's, but it's, I think
1: what they're putting on—sorry to keep interrupting—I think what they're putting on paper is accurate. Yeah,
0: I think it's just sometimes it's hard to buy it. Yeah, I agree <laughs> and then with he that. starts dating Gwen Stacy, and you're like, well, I mean, of course, that's like like a comic thing too. And he was he was way nerdier, so I digress. Just that's just always something that comes up whenever these movies get discussed.
1: The other slightly, this has nothing to do with like realism, but I was trying to make a transition that they got like the two biggest stars to be Uncle Ben and Aunt May. They're like, we need Martin Short. No, not Martin. Sorry,
0: <laughs> that would have been pretty funny. Um, sorry, we're watching Only Murders in yeah, the Building right wow. now. It's fresh on Martin,
1: our Martin Sheen and Sally Field. Like, let's just blow over all of our money i love guess. it
0: completely unnecessary completely unnecessary but they were great. They were.
1: i i like them better
0: i i do really like this this may and ben um this may does not get as much to do as the yeah, one in the she's original barely trilogy, in the second half which is a shame but martin sheen gets a lot um and he has his whole scene where he's like berating peter that's a that's a whole thing i remember we talked about that yeah. last time um but before that um we have the whole internship thing right that's what i meant um too. because peter is really on on the scent of oscorp and there's a lot of stuff going on here but can i just say that i feel so bad for that rodrigo guy because like
1: it's fucked up his life
0: is ruined <laughs> like his his career potential do you know how far an internship at Oscorp could get you? Do you want to Probably remind people
1: like, what you're talking about specifically? Yeah, it's well, a very like small scene.
0: Peter's like, I need to get into Oscorp. And he sees that there was an internship, that the enrollment period is now closed. But it's for Dr. Kurt Connor, so he's got to get in there. So he just steals this guy's name tag off the table. And then when they're on the tour, we later see the guy whose name tag was stolen being dragged out by security and screaming, Tell them Rodrigo's down here. While well, Peter's just like, like, I don't know what's going on. Like this is not this is not responsible. I'm I mean,
1: I'm really hoping that Gwen Stacy rectified that situation in the end.
0: She didn't seem that concerned about it.
1: She took his badge and she knows that she knows what happened. I'm I, just saying I hope that she figured that out.
0: I do. She seems like she would um, but
1: <laughs> I always do forget though, that he's not, he doesn't actually have an internship here. Cause when, when we were talking about the Tobey Maguire ones, I like said something along the lines of, well, he was interning at Oscorp, but he's not,
0: yeah, he just fakes it,
1: but he's like smarter than the other interns. So,
0: well, he just wasn't, you know, he didn't respect the deadline slash he somehow, he just didn't know about it. He, he didn't care. But also that. Uh, there's a lot to talk about in this scene, but also we talked about this last time we watched this movie. I think how does Gwen Stacy have this job? She's not an intern, right?
1: She's or is she
0: the head intern? She's
1: like a protege. yeah, yeah. I think she's she probably got an internship like last year and has like, yeah been there long enough that she has like more responsibilities.
0: That's fair. that's fair. I, I mean, seems like a lot for a high school student to be handling.
1: My other thought was, um, is this where Aaron Sorkin got the idea to cast Andrew Garfield as a Latino character in The Social Network, or <laughs> is that? No, you think it's, that it's was probably, on a, probably it. because well, when did Social Network come out?
0: Uh, did that? When did Social Network come out? Like two years after this, I want to say. Um, that would have been twenty fourteen. Oh wait. No, what am I talking about? Social network came out two years before this.
1: Oh, so maybe they're making fun of him being <laughs> in the social network. Wait, really? He seems so much younger in this. They I made know. him look younger in this. It's
0: that I've never really thought about the gap, but yeah, I mean, because people really hold social network as like one of Andrew Garfield's like best acting roles. I
1: do think he's good in it. I'm he's, just making well, fun of the fact is, that he's playing somebody that is a different race
0: and or ethnicity. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. I mean, I guess for like an actor's like stepping stone, that kind of makes sense. This is like the big money move, you know. Um, but I mean, he was fantastic in Social Network. I would not have ever thought that this was after.
1: <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like that jumped his career. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the spider business. The dropping.
0: It's the most relatable thing in this, he, though. He's freaking they're out. crawling
1: on him and that spider bite on his neck is disgusting with the web coming out of it. With the web coming out of it and then he's like googling those images and i was like this is not for me i'm
0: done i'm done um yeah i like uh oscorp's like lab setup they're like all right (laughs) put put all the spiders on this spinning thing (laughs) And if it stops, someone's gonna have to come in here and sweep up all these spiders. Like, what what is going on?
1: I don't know. And I, I had a, this question later, but so the whole like conceit, I guess, of this movie is that his dad had this formula, and he didn't give it to Doctor Connors for like kind of known, kind of unknown reasons. Um, and so then Peter ends up giving Dr. Connors that formula, but by the time he gives him the formula, he's already been bitten by the spider and isn't like his spider bite supposed to be like analogous to like what the lizard thing is. And if so, how is that, how did it, how was it successful without that algorithm?
0: I think is it, when I was reading about this, there was something that I guess that must, it must be in the second movie, something about like, the Parker's, like, DNA or something like that. Oh, really? I think it comes up later. Interesting. But, yeah, I, I think that's the reason okay. why it wouldn't work for anybody else. Um, I mean, that's still, like, bullshit. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but, is sure. Do-
1: is Dr. Connors, like, before he becomes the lizard, a bad dude? Like, is he a bad guy? Or... What are we supposed to think about him? Like, are we supposed to believe his thing that, like, he was just kind of angry, so that's why he, like, didn't reach out? Or, like, is he more nefarious about, like, the parents' disappearance? Like, I wasn't sure what we were supposed to think of Dr. Connors as a person.
0: I definitely think that we're supposed to believe that he's shady, kind of cold, calculating scientist type, not a lot of, um, like, personal relationships.
1: I, but I, I think... That's not true. Like, I think we see him being warm towards Peter and towards, like, Gwen.
0: Well, the way that I took it was because the first we hear about that side of him is that Ben and May are, like, they don't... Like, he never called. He doesn't... He doesn't right. Us, right. That's
1: what I mean. Yeah. So
0: whether it really came off that way or not, I think we're supposed to interpret everything else as kind of being, like,
1: Do we cynical or him? kind of, like,
0: manipulative. Yeah. But I, I also think again there were a lot of deleted scenes from this and I think there was like a deleted scene where the lizard was kind of a split personality yeah. type deal.
1: Which we saw like a glimpse of that when he's like talking to himself it was very goblin esque.
0: But I think they intentionally made it more of a, a mystery, how much of that was Kurt and how much of it was the lizard. So I don't I don't know.
1: But but even like I think separate from that like the Him as the lizard was still trying to do good, I guess, in his mind.
0: Right. I mean, as far as any other villain has, like, a stunted worldview, he wanted to turn everybody into lizards.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying, like, he was rational. But to cause or
0: cure weakness or whatever.
1: But we're talking about, like, his morality. Like, I would say Green Goblin was not a good guy. Sure. But, like, Doc Ock was a good guy.
0: Right. It, yeah. You know I what do I, mean. I do think it's more of the doc Ock. Yeah. For sure. But they they did this whole thing where it was like we're not supposed to to know and then I mean the stuff that was that I talked about was like deleted in the trailers about the parents that made him seem like a lot more villainous and like he was the one like withholding secrets from Peter. Um For sure. Which like he was, he was but not not the same as like he didn't come off as a threatening type in that way. That was kind of oscorp's job in this movie
1: i think he's like self-interested yeah and doesn't want to be associated with what happened with the parents even though he clearly either knew more about it or did have like a small hand in it i don't think he was like behind it by any means yeah
0: oh okay yeah this scene is this is a great scene which scene the one where he beats everybody up on the subway
1: I was stressed.
0: Rudy is the main antagonist of this movie. Cause he he popped that whole thing off by balancing the beer bottle on his head. You didn't have to do that. If you see somebody sleeping on the train,
1: but something
0: something's going on, just yeah. Just chill. And so I'm mad at Rudy and I'm mad at the guy that hit him with the skateboard, cause
1: But he did like rip a woman's top off.
0: That is true. That is true. This,
1: they were like, this dude's a creep.
0: Yeah. He doesn't is, look good. No, it doesn't. But it was a fun scene. And uh, I I always love like the Spider-Man stuff with like not knowing your own strength at first. It's very funny to me.
1: I was like, I guess this is his puberty scene.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A <laughs> little less uh, gratuitous.
1: And he just seems like high when he comes home. And he just starts eating all this food and is like, Just like really good meatloaf
0: he's got the munchies and they're like is it drinking Ben's like I don't think so (laughs) we know what Ben thinks it is all I can think about was like so after that we get the scene where he's in the bathroom and he's ripping everything off the the sink handles and the doors and the cabinet pulls Um, I don't know if I've talked about this on the pod before but there is this Spider-Man comic series there's a whole plot uh, where Doc Ock takes over Peter Parker's body. Whole comic thing. Implants his mind. It's, sure. And he's like, I'm going to be a better Spider-Man. That's like his whole thing. He's like, well, Peter Parker was like a good Spider-Man. I'm going to be the better Spider-Man. I'm going to be a good person. And he gets into a fight with the Scorpion, and he throws one punch and breaks the Scorpion's jaw off his face. And he was like, oh, like, Peter Parker was this strong. strong. He's pulling his punches every time he punches somebody, which is something that I don't really think about. But it's like, yeah, he's always one punch away from killing somebody. And in the new ones, at least for Spider-Man Homecoming, they intentionally had him never punch somebody. He he doesn't throw punches in that.
1: Yeah, we talked about this, um, I think, after the first Spider-Man We did, like, a head-to-head-to-head of all three (laughs) Spider-Mans, and I think we underestimated... I mean, I think... No. I think we underestimated Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man strength because we were talking about, like, Tobey Maguire on the train scene, and honestly, like, compared to what they show us in Andrew Garfield, like, he's so strong. Like, he can't even open the sink without like yeah. pulling it off. And like when he throws the football later it like dents the field yeah. goal. Like it's they show his strength in like really small ways. But like he definitely seems like the strongest Spider
0: Man. Yeah, I guess the only the problem is for like to make that mental comparison. Like that's so true. But we never get like a big moment like that. Unless there's one from the second movie that I'm forgetting. Because, like, we have the train. It's, like, the
1: same stuff. It's, like, the cars off the bridge yeah. stuff. He
0: never gets, like, a big, like, like, yeah. hold it back moment. Tom Holland got two of those so yeah. far, so.
1: But I don't think of Tom Holland as, like, as strong.
0: No. No. And
1: maybe that's because he doesn't really fight. I don't know. But they definitely show, like, the ease of his strength, I guess, in this.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, when he dents that football thing, that was pretty buck wild also the coach is like who did that (laughs) like well i can guarantee you it's no one on the field it's probably the one guy and the girl sitting in the bleachers
1: um i promised to criticize andrew garfield for like not being a good person spider-man and i think his like antagonist scene with flash he's being such a dick when he's like holding the basketball like he started that fight whereas like the toby mcguire one, he didn't start that fight with the in the cafeteria like he certainly ended it (laughs) but andrew garfield was being like such a dick
0: yeah but like i mean and that gives credence to like when ben has to chew him out about it it's like you yeah
1: it felt more yeah
0: it wasn't like he fought back and like beat the shit out of Flash when he was fighting. He, it was just another time, right? It's just like you got to be the bigger person.
1: Because I was on Tobey McGuire's side right. with that fight, because so I was like, he was had to defend himself, and like this one, he was being a
0: tool. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I think that that works well for like what they were trying to do. It's a different different lesson being learned here, because I think, um, well, what's weird to me is that.
1: Uh, I just
0: had a thought. Oh, go ahead.
1: That it's a really good lesson because the whole thing is like, you're just looking for revenge, and that's exactly what he does after Ben dies in this in Andrew Garfield's movie. He's just looking for revenge. Like, his Spider-Man is out of revenge in a different way than, like, the Tobey Maguire one. So I think, they, I think that they did really well in this, yeah. actually.
0: I just think that this... They, they, like, struggled a bit to find, like, the the scene to pull out, like, the with great power comes great responsibility. Because I thought the execution of that scene where he, like, comes home and didn't pick up May from work. I didn't think that worked super well for, like, him to be like, well, this is what, like, your dad always said. Because, like, Peter's all exasperated about it. I'm like, yeah, man, like, because May's right there being, like, <laughs> chill fine. out, man. um. But I I do think that this is more of a a lesson to be taught. Be Like, if you are, you know, you're doing the antagonizing, like, you know, right, because like, you were saying that you, you sided with Toby in the first one, and so did I, even though everybody was like, yeah, like mad at him. Right. And I'm like, no, like, he didn't throw the first punch.
1: Exactly.
0: It was just, like I said, it was because he did like a backflip or something and everybody freaked out. But if not, it was just, he was defending himself. Yeah. That was not the case here.
1: want to talk about the Uncle Ben stuff, but one quick like aside is the scene where he's like on like the chains and like that warehouse. I guess that's like his little montage scene, but I feel like if we were going to cut a scene, like we could have cut that one because later we get his like, falling off the side of a building scene. So, like, there was no need for this. I guess it was just kind of contrived so that he'd be late and not pick up Aunt May. But they could have done something different. Like, I just felt like this was a pointless scene.
0: But that's not why he was late. He was late because he went to Oscorp.
1: Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, like, no, right it was, after. That was
0: completely unnecessary. It's,
1: <laughs> I don't know. What did you think of that scene? Because you love the Toby Maguire, like, finding his own scene. Like, well, did you like this scene? No.
0: It was like, he doesn't have the webs... He's just, like, swinging around a warehouse and also skateboarding. No, I think they could have gotten rid of this. I think it's because they wanted to use the song. The song was good. They could have clipped it after, like, 30 seconds because it was like, okay, he just, like, talked to Gwen, and now they're, like, a thing. Okay. But, yeah, this went on for, like, two minutes. (laughs) Yeah,
1: he could have just done something, like, on his way to Oscorp or something. Um... Yeah, I would say... so. I'm at the Uncle Ben stuff now. That was just, like, kind of on the side. I think that the conflict feels realistic because he's already heated about the fight, and then, like, he was like, your punishment... Not really punishment, but, like, now you have to go pick up Aunt May because I had to take off work, and then he, like, double fucked up, basically. So I can see, like, why Uncle Ben is so hot, but then the part that always bothers me is him, like, bringing up the dad stuff, and then I think that... And i'm gonna just say andrew garfield's um reaction felt so realistic and so normal to be like how can you like my dad's not here like
0: like you're gonna play that card now right like like,
1: and that that's exactly how it felt and so i think that sally field is the only one speaking rationally she's like he just needs space like let him be like I don't think that Andrew Garfield did anything wrong. I don't know if they're trying to say that. No, and,
0: like, I, I, this is, like, what I was saying earlier. Like, I think they messed this up, kind of. Yeah. Because, like, it was, like, Aunt May was there being, like, the voice of reason. Ben was not listening. And if, like, if he had just let Peter leave, Peter would have come back. And they would have talked about it. But, no, he was, like, I have to go out and leave. So then, like, at that point, that's not Peter's fault, which I think is such a problem, with like Ben getting killed. It's like he had no impetus to like leave. Like he didn't know where Peter was going.
1: But I don't think that's the point. No, the point well, is that he let that bad guy go.
0: Yeah, but like I just don't the the whole thing like even if I don't agree with why Ben was like giving to Maguire the lecture in the first movie, it was like it, it was I don't know. It made more sense to me, like how Ben ended up in that situation. This one just seemed like, well, I mean, it but, seemed like more of like a, a wrong place at the wrong time. Not so much like I I don't know. It there, was. there seemed like there was like an element missing for Peter to like have that really like close. I don't know. Like the the guilt, of course, of getting Ben killed seemed a lot more. Um, Personal in the Toby Maguire ones than this.
1: Yeah, I definitely don't think that they used that and I don't even know if that's a good or a bad thing, but they could have made any reason for them both to be out. Like, I think that the fight was not about his guilt. I think his guilt was only about letting the blonde guy go.
0: Yeah, I just...
1: I think that the them just both being out, they just needed a reason. Yeah. Like, I don't think it mattered. It could have just been like they were both on their way home. Like, I don't think it had to do with that right. fight. Right. It just didn't help that he had just fought with him.
0: Like, right, And never, exactly. like, made
1: up. Um, But the whole, like, take a penny, leave a penny thing, that was so irritating because that is the biggest dick move of this whole fucking movie was I him being, worst. like, you can't take two pennies. Like, that is the point of that thing. I know this is a dumb thing for me to but get it's worked not up T-Bone about. T-Bone was but being
0: a dick. He's like, you got to spend $10 to take it. Get out of here.
1: Like, that is literally the point of that little take a penny, leave a penny thing. For it's when the, people are short worst a penny or something. It's worst convenience store to
0: walk into. So stupid. Just absolutely He's the like, worst.
1: He's like, we're arguing over two cents. It's practice. It's not worth it. We're talking about practice. <laughs> we're talking about pennies.
0: <laughs> not a dollar. Not a dollar.
1: Not a dollar. <laughs> Pennies. <laughs> Everyone should see Ted Lasso.
0: <laughs> uh, Ted Lasso or, or the Al real. Iverson.
1: <laughs> 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 Um, But I, the only thing I'll say about the Uncle Ben death is that it does feel very heroic for Uncle Ben.
0: Yeah. It's just, you know what I just reminded myself of, which I haven't actually seen anybody say something about this. Because, like, Ben's death in the Tony Maguire series could still be considered as heroic. He was like, you're not going to steal my car. At least that's how we're initially presented We get, it.
1: like, multiple right. versions and of that And then in this down. one, you
0: know, he tries to take the gun. Um, I remember people being upset in Batman v. Superman because we get that glimpse of the Waynes getting killed. And people were mad because um, Thomas, Thomas Wayne. Wayne, like, tries to be, like, the hero in that and, like, tries to, like, take the guy's gun. A small change, people really don't like when you mess with stuff like Look, that.
1: The Batman Begins Thomas Wayne death and Martha Wayne death scene is so good. Yeah, like they should not have messed with that, or like not done a flashback. Like it was, Dude, they definitely such should a have done good a flashback. Scene. There's no
0: reason to do a flashback. You can make the same argument for this movie. We knew what happened
1: when I Martin Sheen. I like
0: Martin Sheen in this, so I'll let it go. If they had done it again in the Tom Holland ones, then it would have started to oh get my gratuitous. God.
1: What's surprising to me, and maybe this isn't true, but it seems like he's in school the following day after Uncle Ben's death.
0: Yeah, it does. And
1: that, that seems, that's concerning. I think we need to take at least a day.
0: No funeral. Um, I just realized that. We don't...
1: Yeah. Hmm. Do we get one in the Toby Maguire one?
0: I don't recall. We do I know it's a great either yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Either way, I think you're right. Why?
1: But you know what I love out of all of this? A flash redemption. This was great in this movie and we get the part at the very end too with him being like, What's up, Peter? And he's got his little Spider Man shirt on. Yeah. And I'm just like this is nice, and they kind of play with that, I think, in the Tom Holland ones, too, yeah. because they make him, like, a bully, but, like, he's also a nerd, and, like, still, like, a mostly good person, yeah. and I like that.
0: He's not the classic, like, physical bully.
1: Yeah. Um, it's good stuff, and it was just, like, a really sweet moment when he flashes, like, it feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. Like Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice little B plot. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I like that.
1: And Flash goes to Gwen Stacy's dad's funeral.
0: Yeah. If Peter got a doesn't a
1: spot, you know.
0: <laughs> so much like in the Toby Maguire movies, of course, Spider-Man sets out on the path of vengeance. However, his methods for finding this guy are very entertaining to me. All he knows is that it's a white guy with blonde hair and a tattoo of a star on his left wrist. He doesn't wait for like, you know, a more specific incident or anything. He just goes out on the town and finds any sketchy looking white guy with blonde hair and strings him up by the web and then checks for the star on his wrist
1: well, I mean, I guess they are. They're all like doing they, they bad stuff. They are doing stuff. bad
0: stuff, but it's just very funny to me. And that's why George Stacey is like, yeah, has like his whole thing. He's, it's like, he's
1: like, got an
0: M.O. <laughs> <laughs> he hates blondes. Except for one.
1: Uh. <laughs> but uh, I just,
0: the way that they like did this montage was just like very funny.
1: I think they should have revealed that Gwen Cece had a tattoo, of a star oh. on her <laughs> right here.
0: Like, What does it mean? Uh I wouldn't have put it past these movies to do that. They wanted to do the Aunt May prequel movie where she was a spy. Is that real? They wanted to do that.
1: Which Aunt May?
0: I don't know if it would... Sally Field wouldn't have been playing her. Tomei
1: as a young Sally Field. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Um, I'd watch that. I do think it's interesting, and I think we talked about this a little bit already, but um, that his Spider-Man is a direct result of Uncle Ben's death. Like, obviously, he already has, like, the powers, but, like, he doesn't get, like, a costume or a uniform or whatever you want to call it um, <laughs> until after Uncle Ben's death, and that's when he starts, like, going after bad guys. And I, I actually feel like that feels real. Like, Yeah. There, he didn't just, like, all of a like... He's not just, like, I want to fight bad guys and, like, save New York, which... It's like a very Spider Man thing to do, and I think that's like great, but it felt very sincere, like how yeah. this started. I, I guess. think it worked
0: for the tone of this, much yeah. like I think the wrestling thing worked for the tone of the first one. And they had like a fun little homage. Sweet ref. To, yeah, yeah, that was I great. Liked. Um But yeah, no, totally. Like this this Spider Man was not just going to go out and start fighting crime. He had to have like a, a very personal reason to do it and then parlay it into that later.
1: But he's brutal. Oh I yeah. I forgot. Like yeah. not great. Not our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man.
0: No, he's not messing around. Not at first anyway. He, you know, he goes through like the not that he, he doesn't he doesn't um, kill anybody in this one. But like all the all the superheroes that have no killing codes, you know, they go through a phase. I really watched uh, Arrow. I was like we first started watching Arrow. He's like killing people. I was like, "All right," and then he's like, "No, I can no, I can't kill people anymore." I was like, it's "God so damn it!"
1: <laughs> Arrow's <is> so stupid.
0: <laughs> Do an episode where we just dump on Arrow the entire time. I
1: think we'd get some listeners. Yeah,
0: a lot of content.
1: Also, I know multiple people that did the same thing we did. Like, watched the first season, was like, "This is not bad," and then like watched the next two seasons and was like, "This is really bad." But I watched two more full seasons and then dropped off. This like is literally we, we
0: could literally carry an episode talking about this.
1: Um I really enjoy seeing him again like using his smarts and like building his suit yeah. and like how it works and like I know we've talked about like the web guns or whatever. We don't really need to spend a lot of time on that, but just like him being a science and math person and, like, applying that to yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, no, it's
0: really cool. And, like, all of the stuff that he does, like, with Dr. Connors in this is extra, extra Peter Parker intelligence material. And a small touch, not the not the smarts part, but every time he uses his web shooters in this, they, like, glow red. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. I, I didn't really notice that before.
1: Um, I know that we all know that Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker is an asshole. But so I well not his Peter Parker, but his Spider-Man is an asshole, Andrew Garfield's. But I guess he's just like actually funny and charming, so it works better, which I hate to say that because I feel like I'm setting a double standard, but it does work better in this movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's also just like the the quips that he has as Spider-Man work for this type of movie. Like, if if it had been, like, the Tobey Maguire style, like, stuff, it would have been all over the place. But the way that he's, like, kind of mean.
1: Also, he's only like that when he's Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire's problem is that he's like that when he's Peter Parker. Like, Mm -hmm. he's such an asshole as Peter Parker. And we see, for the most part, I would say Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker is still mostly the same guy with more confidence but not, like, overconfidence. And yeah. then his Spider-Man is, like, doing the quips and, like, the... And, I mean, I know we talked about the Flash scene. Like, he was very antagonistic in that.
0: But. Yeah. But, um, what was I about to say about how he, like... Well, yeah, like, Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker is an asshole in the same way that most iterations of Peter Parker is an asshole, in that he blows off people because he feels, like, a sense of obligation or, like, a higher responsibility. Whether it's, like, this and, like, him, like, not going to George Stacy's funeral because he, like, made this promise and, like, couldn't, like, bear to deal with it. Or, like, Tom Holland's Peter Parker, like, blowing off going to Homecoming because he had Spider-Man shit to do. But Tobey Maguire was on a different level. He wasn't, like, being a dick, like, out of... Like an obligation, like of his Spider Manly duties. He was just like, he's just an asshole.
1: Yeah. I mean, some of it was because of like Spider Man duties, but also like, how composed. We're fresh off the
0: third movie, and that was just like, there's there's no excuse.
1: Like in the first one where he like doesn't go to the play because like there's like a crime happening in New York. It's like, there's always going to be a crime happening. You can't deal with them all, bud. One of my favorite lines that I noticed in this movie was an Aunt May quote, which I feel like she doesn't get quoted enough. (laughs) Um, But she says this thing like, secrets have a cost and they aren't free. And I just thought that was like a really good one-liner. Yeah. Um, And important, especially where we're about to be with the Tom Holland ones, like... Um, it is not free, basically. Yeah. Like it's going to be a huge cost to you to like have your secrets out, kind of.
0: And it's it's as much of like a cost to you like to keep them in. Yeah, it's it encapsulates the struggle in one of line. Of
1: Spider Man, yeah. I mean, I, it gets played out in this too with Andrew Garfield and like all of the Quinn and Stacy stuff that's to come. But I just thought it was a really good line. It's a line. great pull
0: quote. You know, I wouldn't start my web swinging training with my newly constructed in my bedroom web shooters by doing a finger handstand on the side of one of the tallest buildings in New York City but hey that's just me
1: that that's was another me. panic moment i like <laughs> knew what was going to happen and i still looked away from it
0: <laughs> it's like uh, yeah this movie is only an hour long because he fucking <laughs> falls off and dies he should have practiced with the webs first. The chains were not enough.
1: In my mind, this is a non-sequitur, kind of, but in my mind, in the Into the Spider-Verse movie, Andrew Garfield is, like, the Spider-Man that comes out and t- trains him. Like, Peter that B. Is Parker? The Jack
0: Washed Johnson
1: up. or whatever. Oh,
0: oh yeah, yeah, Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. yeah, yeah, Peter B. Parker.
1: Yeah, that is who... Like, that's who Andrew Garfield becomes, in my opinion. And I don't know why that specifically made me think of that, but that feels like something he would have done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. God. <laughs> I do see that. It makes me sad for Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker. Things did not go well for him. Wow. Well, yeah. Don't.
1: We're about e! to see that.
0: Um, so, I mentioned it earlier. And of course, like if you've seen this, there's a lot of focus on the inner machinations of Oscorp and I don't know how to pronounce his name, so apologies. I think it's Irfan Khan. He's like the Oscorp muscle. He's always there. Threatening Dr. Connors and stuff. And he is very intimidating. And even though like you spend a lot of But not a lot. A decent amount of time, like in the Oscorp building in the beginning of this movie, you don't really understand, like the scope of what they're doing. We get like this one line about how Norman Osborn is dying, and they're like, "Yeah, we never see him,"
1: which is odd. I, I don't,
0: and I don't think they handled that as well as they could. But I've always really liked Oscorp as this entity. Whether it's in the sure. Maguire movies or this one in the game, the it's game it's like, really like Oscorp is just like this insidious corporation that does everything, has seemingly infinite resources. They're always pumping out bad shit, and I hope that if they continue the Tom Holland saga, we start to get this stuff because I think in the original there was a comics, mention of
1: it. They mentioned Oscorp, I think.
0: Mm mm. In the new ones, I don't think so. Because I don't, I think the rumor is that they're gonna be like the ones that take over Stark Tower.
1: Oh, I thought they like made like a very aside to it, but maybe I'm just I don't thinking of like the Stark internship yeah, or something. I don't, but I
0: don't think they've they've touched it because then people will be like oh, they'd be like, freaking out. Stuff. Yeah, no,
1: I'm 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 sure I'm wrong. I just and, maybe it was um I was hoping that they had it.
0: yeah. And I I mean I don't know, like how no way home and like willem defoe's green goblin probably being that is going to affect it but i i think in the comics peter meets um harry in college so like if they continue tom holland's story you know he's aging with the character he's already older but he could still play a college kid and that would be like you've never seen that on film i mean kind of in the Tim McGuire ones, but you don't really He's see in him college, in college. Yeah. So I think it would be cool. There's just so much potential there.
1: What do you think about Andrew Garfield not having any friends outside of Gwen Stacy?
0: I didn't have a note about that, but I thought that was interesting because I was I was trying to like think of like how this Peter was portrayed socially. And I was like, yeah, he doesn't have anybody. Like it's sad. It is sad. His but only friend talk... at the
1: end is Flash. Yeah. Like
0: <laughs> it's it's really weird. It's just like they don't
1: He's like eavesdropping on those other nerds at some point. I'm like, couldn't you just be friends with them? Couldn't you just engage with them on that conversation?
0: Like they just he's just like a straight up loner. Yeah. I... I, it would have been cool to have like just somebody to for him to bounce stuff off of, but there's, there's a lot going on in this already.
1: I mean, I do like the relationship with Gwen Stacy because she's, like, very intelligent. Um, and so they have that together. And then also, like, the dating relationship. And it's a much healthier relationship overall than, like, the MJ and Tobey Maguire one. I mean, yeah. we'll talk about it at the end. Like, I don't think he handles the ending the relationship all too well. Like, it's definitely <laughs> problematic. But I would say, for the most part, it's a much healthier portrayal. And they're, like, in high school, like...
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's... The mistakes that were made, even though they're pretty bad, are a bit more forgivable if you buy that this guy is supposed to be, I I guess, like, 16, 17 years old.
1: Well, they're seniors, yeah. 18. 17, 17, 18 18 years old. Either way. Um... But yeah, you were talking about the security guy. So, he kind of like admits to killing the parents, right? He's like
0: more or less
1: this is what's going to happen to you. You're
0: saying what Richard Barker was saying.
1: And look what happened to him, yeah. and you kind of knew that that was what was going to happen to him. Like I guess that's what they're implying. But I actually really appreciate that Dr. Connors was like, "No, we can't do human trials. Like that is irresponsible." And I think that was very good. Yeah. That was where he diverted, in my opinion, from like Dak Ak, Like he wasn't so egotistical. I mean, one, because I think he knows that he's not that smart because he couldn't do this without Richard Parker. But I just was like that. That was to me where I was like, I think that we're supposed to believe that he's a, ultimately a good person. Yeah. Yeah, um, was when he kind of stood up to him, and then still injected himself. But like, you know, at least it was himself. I guess not some like poor vets that were like in a hospital.
0: That's an interesting parallel to the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man: Human Trials being rushed. Both <laughs> yeah. the villains are green. The motivations for the Human Trials are completely different. Will and Defoe just wanted the money. He wanted the military yeah. contract. You can argue that Kirk Connors was looking out for the greater good and didn't want to get anybody hurt in the process still made a poor choice. The motivations were certainly much better, which is, yeah. Like, the whole Doc Ock thing is very much true.
1: I'm at the boyfriend dinner.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's let's get into this. Peter, the the shit starter.
1: This is the worst um, first impression for a boyfriend. Like, he looks so fucking bad. Like, do you... I love that he's standing up for Spider-Man, but he, read the room, man, for one thing, and then two, like, you look like a slob. (laughs) Like,
0: you just... This is why he has no friends, because he always does this when he shows up to somebody's house.
1: Like, just, just come on. Like, he kind of, like, cleans it up at the end. He's like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, sir. Like, I just... But it is rough.
0: He never should have said anything. Like, it doesn't matter yeah I was just like I, there was no way that he was gonna start an argument with this guy and have it be okay. Like I, the, the whole the way that the NYPD is portrayed in this movie is that they just like fumble every single thing that is presented in front of them. So Peter's just being like, basically you're like you're bad at your job. This guy is doing a better job than you are. and I don't see what the problem is. But then he also turns around and he's like, You guys are doing your thing, like I'm doing my thing. But like we never see the police like succeed at something in this. Like they don't they can't catch the lizard. Yeah. They can't do anything right. They try to stop Spider-Man. I mean, it was it was a disaster. But I was also like, the the nerve of Peter to like show up to like this nice ass place, like, with like a very new like, relationship, like, hanging in the balance and just punk the shit out of your date's dad. For I no feel, reason.
1: I feel like there is um, material for a whole episode on superheroes' relationships to police and superhero relationships to, like, the military in general. And I know we talked about it already a bit with Iron Man, but, um, like... Batman and Spider-Man have a similar relationship to the police, where, like, the police are not good, for the most part. Like, I think in Spider-Man, they're a little bit more, like, whatever. And in Batman, like, they're bad. Um, and then in Marvel, they're not really, or in the MCU, they're not really talking about police so much as, like, the military. And it's, like, very pro-military that we've talked about. Although then there's, like, also, like, bad stuff with the military. So, I don't know. It's just very interesting dynamic, and also, I guess, like, thinking about the time that a lot of these comics were written, it's just, it's just, like, an interesting perspective,
0: but... This was something that, like, I think they tried to grapple with a little bit when the Spider-Man PS4 games were coming out because in the first one, Peter's allied with a member of the police and, yeah. like, they, they talk a lot and it's like, okay, like, we're cool and then, like, eventually, like, this member of the police that he's allied with like becomes a vigilante because she's like, Sick of it, but in Miles Morales, you you know he's not really allied with the police. I mean, his dad—well,
1: that's what I was going to say. Yeah, he's
0: dead. But like, we get this whole thing where, um, in the game, yeah, we get this whole thing where like he is—it's like very clearly like a parallel to like one of one of the many incidents that have sparked like protests where a like a black man has been killed or threatened to be killed by police, but it's not police. It's like the rocks on private security. And it felt like such an allegory, but they couldn't like quite pull the trigger. Well, yeah, they, they couldn't make it like be like the police. Cause it's like, I don't think that's something that they quite have figured out yet. And the, the movies are much more like inherently pro military. Yeah, not so much police in Marvel. You're right. but They don't really,
1: yeah. Um, I think yeah, it'd be interesting if they end up actually doing a Miles Morales movie because of his relationship to the police through his dad, and then obviously he's black, but um, I don't know. Just, like, all of these superheroes in general, and, like, they're, I guess, I would say, like, law enforcement rather than just saying, like, police right, or military, right. but um, because, like, inherently like vigilantes are like in opposition to law enforcement, but they're they have allegedly the same goal and they say it explicitly in this. Andrew Garfield's like, doesn't he have the same goal like taking down bad guys? And he and the Mr Stacy is like, No, that's not our goal. Like our goal is to uphold law and order. And I think that was a really interesting choice that they made in this. And this was like in twenty twelve um, and I, they were still like not saying that police were bad in this by any means. Yeah. Like they're still showing like Gwen Stacy's dad as like a hero, which is fine. Right. It, it's just like, it was just very interesting how they talked about it, I think.
0: Yeah, because they frame it as a vigilante, but they're not, they're like, we're not going to make a statement.
1: <laughs> also, Spider-Man feels like he's helping the police. The police just don't feel like that in return.
0: Yeah, well. I feel like that's something that they reckon with too. It's like, well, we don't want this guy doing our job.
1: Yeah. But I mean like in that sense it's reasons. like pro police. Like he's like, I'm helping you all. Like this we're we're a team and then they're like, No, we're not a team, like you're you're a bad guy. Yeah. But yeah. And the Toby Maguire ones, they kind of avoided it by making the bugle the
0: Yeah. Like the, the, the surrogate. reference point. Yeah. yeah. Soon after that, we get Peter Telling Gwen that he is Spider-Man. Which yeah, what I do you found, think about that? I found it refreshing. I liked if, it too. If, you know, if I'm thinking about it, maybe slightly reckless on Peter's part, but you know, there wasn't a lot going on, like villain-wise, so that made sense. I I actually did like it, and also I like I do tend to forget about that sometimes because it doesn't like impact too much. Like I don't. In she's not movies,
1: being kidnapped right. every five minutes. Yeah,
0: and even in like. Far From Home, that's treated as, like, a big plot point. This was not so much that as just, like, a conversation um, where they're kind of, like, letting... Just opening up a little bit. And
1: again, she's, like, both the only friend he has and the love interest. Yeah.
0: I actually And I really liked how they did it. I thought it was, like... It was well-handled. It was, like, not, like, overdone. It was subtle.
1: Yeah. And I liked her comparison to, to being, like... I don't want this relationship like I have with my dad where I'm, like, wondering if you're coming home every night. Mm -hmm. And, like, obviously that plays at the end of this movie and then we get to the next movie. But uh, The classic
0: Spidey conundrum.
1: Yeah. But, I yeah, I I don't know. Gwen Stacy is also refreshing compared to so much Mary Jane in the last one, which, again, I don't think Mary Jane was bad in the last one, but that whole relationship felt so toxic <laughs> that I was like, thank God.
0: It's so toxic and they showed us so much of it. Yeah. No, definitely needed to change. This was like
1: the right amount of romance for me in a movie like this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It they struck a good balance. It
1: was very like minor and it was like but it was still like nice. Yeah.
0: It was important and it played like a role, but it wasn't the core driver of it. And
1: Gwen Cece had a role outside of being the love interest, which I thought was also important. Yeah. I think they did a good job with that.
0: I still, I mean, on like our earlier note of, uh, lost potential of a third movie. I, you know, I wanted to see what that Shailene Woodley MJ would have been like in this series. It's so that's like a, that's a huge, what if? Yeah. It's just, I, I can't really see it. But I would I would like to I feel see. Like it. I can
1: actually see it. Um, I think they could have just gotten Emma Stone to come back as a redhead to be MJ. <laughs> she's a redhead most of the it's time. Like, you look familiar. <laughs> um, I'm at the scene on the bridge with. Yeah. Okay. The cars, the lizard, Our and Jack. Man. Yeah. The Jack, kid, the little Jack. kid that's in the car, which. I think this is a really sweet scene. Like we see Peter Parker slash Spider-Man being like, here, put on my mask It'll make you brave. But I'm like, come on, Jack, like do your part here. He is. That was also kind of a (laughs) long scene that like had nothing to do with anything. It kept
0: going. Yeah. I don't, I, I get it. I'm like, yeah, he helps kids and he's personable. Get it.
1: And like, it comes back later with like the dad being like in the construction group that helps him but it very, was just very
0: fortunate coincidence it, there it
1: distracted us from like what was happening with like the lizard and
0: yeah did the security I,
1: guy die by the way like what happened with that
0: we don't see it but i assume he yeah. dies there was i can't keep track of how many deleted scenes there were in this movie but i know that there was another one well i feel like, like i looked
1: away for like one minute and then like they were already at that jack thing and i was like what did i miss I, they, like, they
0: I don't know. <laughs> clearly cut something else with the lizard there yeah, because it felt like there should have been, like, a bigger fight scene, but they wanted yeah, to do this it was a very underwhelming
1: sin. scene on the bridge. Yeah.
0: You, like, know, kick him in the face and then save this kid. And,
1: and then, let's... like, we jump to, like, the police having a press conference. I'm like, wait, but, like, what actually happened? <laughs> Where did the lizard go? There, you get
0: the idea. Let's, let's keep it moving.
1: Why are there so many little lizards around? What's happening with that, by the way? Are they coming from him? Are they like?
0: No, they're going to him. But I. Have, but I,
1: where I, are they coming from? Like, I don't understand.
0: Is no one walking down? Like, look. Is I this a Batman? No situation? one walks around New York City like, looking at the ground because you will run into somebody. But like, someone had to notice that there were like a dozen, like dozens of lizards crawling into the sewers. You don't see this that often. It's like, oh, that's not a rat.
1: But Dr. Connors is like, this is a new species, so I feel like it's somehow coming from him. I thought Dr. Like Connors was talking ta- about himself. I know, but and I thought himself... Beautiful. Large.
0: <laughs> and that's I've seen that get mean, too.
1: I thought he is an offshoot of that lizard, though.
0: I don't know. It's
1: very odd. I wasn't...
0: I don't know what the deal the is the lizard with the lizards. I keep <laughs> forgetting about that. It was like, yeah, like, when they're all walking on the webs, I was like, who... yeah, like, what is this? Is he, like, emitting some... A lizard pharaoh i i don't know
1: i think another weakness of this movie is that he doesn't have a clear plan as a villain like that bridge scene is him like wanting to get to the security guy but i don't know why like what is his goal there and then his like later goal is like i want everyone to be a lizard but like i it just felt muddy Him as a villain was muddy. Yeah.
0: um, I
1: think they didn't know what to do with him.
0: Yeah, I had a similar note. Just something about his his motivations just seemed thin. His plan didn't really make sense. He was a
1: weak villain. Yeah. It it could have, it had the potential to be really
0: good. I think the lizard is a hard villain to take on. Because he's just like kind of inherently like campy. I think it would have worked way better in the Maguire movies. Um, like if they had like traded, you know, if they had to trade, like a, a Doc Ock would have worked better in this than a Lizard. Oh, I think
1: a Doc Ock would have been perfect, like, but I guess they just didn't want to do that coming on. They wanted to introduce Right. They to wanted Noah. something
0: new, but I I do think that a a a villain with a more realistic tone than a giant lizard <laughs> would have been. I know. Because okay. this
1: felt a very, like, this was a very grounded movie. Right.
0: Like, uh, there's a villain, Craven uh, the Hunter, who's going to be in the new game. Who, like, he's like a big game hunter. And he's like, I'm going to hunt Spider-Man. That's like my trophy. Which, that works better when you have, like, an established Spider-Man. But someone like that, that, yeah, like, because I found myself being like, what's the plan again? Yeah, like, I mean, I,
1: I see why they didn't want to do another Green Goblin, but I, even like maybe a venom, but I think they were probably scarred from venom. So. <laughs> they
0: weren't gonna touch venom with a ten foot pole after that.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know enough of the other Spider Man villains to talk about this, but I, I do feel like there could have been something else, or do the lizard differently, like look different. He did look like a giant, like Godzilla or dinosaur or whatever. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. It just, it was not a bold, Godzilla, was a but, bold um, choice.
1: That's another yeah. movie. Yeah, Godzilla. It was a lot.
0: They they tried. The uh, CGI
1: was great. It looked great. Oh,
0: yeah. It looked great. It was just like the idea of the character, I think, does not mesh super well.
1: The best scene with the lizard, I think, was the school fight scene. That was oh, good. Oh, yeah.
0: I really liked that they had him, like, come to the school because it brought, like a like, a level of, like, Oh, he's, like, making it personal. Yeah. And also, like, there was,
1: like, a size thing. Like, they were, like, in this, like, small yeah. space, which I think was good for he's the lizard. crashing
0: through the walls. Yeah. And yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, it's just, like, kind of a, oh, like, he doesn't care about subtlety or, like, kind of, like, catching you, like, on your way somewhere. It's just, like, no, he's going to come to where he knows you're at yeah. and mess your life up. But it definitely would have... Uh, raised a lot of flags if anyone had noticed that spider-man was like fighting inside the school
1: yeah i'm kind of jumping ahead i really like the scene it's a very short like moment where spider-man is trying to get to oscorp and he runs into the police yeah and he's like mr stacy like pulls off his mask but then he like hides his identity yeah, like I that really was really that. good and then obviously like he then r- seized him but like there was like just a 30 second fight where yeah, he's, he's like looking
0: down looking down looking away and
1: and fighting the police off and i thought that was just like a really good
0: scene <laughs> yeah i really like that too because like i'm always every time we watch any movie where spider-man or any superhero really gets their mask pulled off i'm like someone needs to make a better system than just having it you, you gotta lock it in or something you know, could be dangerous, I guess. But, like, it happens too often to not have a fail-safe. Like, he just he just yanked that shit off. But, yeah, I, I really liked that. It was a nice touch. Rather than him just, like, I don't know.
1: Just being like, Everybody's it's me! Saying, yeah, yeah. Um, well, by this point in the movie, I was trying to reflect on why this movie wasn't hitting home for me as much as, like, the Tobey Maguire ones. Because... I was pretty vocal about a lot of, like, critical things with this. And when I was taking notes on this one, they weren't very critical. Like, they were a lot of things that I really enjoyed and really liked as individual pieces. And I think by this point in the movie, I was actually, like, really missing the campiness of, like, a comic book movie. Yeah. And this is so grounded, so, like, I guess, like, dramatic that I was starting to miss some of that campiness. Like, I think this was at the point that, like, Gwen Stacy was, like, hiding from the lizard, like, in Oscorp, and it just felt like, I guess, kind of a serious moment, and, like, Spider-Man's been, like, shot, and, like, I love that scene where, like, they do the um, cranes and stuff, but, like, I don't know. I just, at this point, I was just trying to figure out, like, what is it about this movie that's not working, which I know we've been kind of talking about this whole time, and I still don't know if I have a concrete answer to it, but I think part of it is, like, it is missing a comic book feel, this movie.
0: Yeah, it's just, like, I, I couldn't really put my finger on a specific reason, but it's just, like, they're they're retreading, like, the plot that makes Spider-Man Spider-Man, but it doesn't have, like, the heart to it. Like, you could tell that at least, like, for the first two and, like, a bit of the third Raimi movies, like Sam Raimi, like wanted to like make these movies, and he like had a vision, and he cared. Even though like sometimes like the so, the CGI wasn't the best, or the acting like wasn't great, but it had like very much like a flair to it and a style, and it was consistent, and it was it was funny. This just kind of felt like that funny. But not, but like <laughs> well, I guess not funny. It's the campiness. Yeah. It was just like this was kind of like it felt like. Sony hit up Mark Webb, and they are like, hey, so...
1: Your last name is Webb.
0: Yeah, so we had to. So,
1: could first, you do this movie?
0: Uh, and, like, serious superhero movies are in right now. Even though, like, obviously Avengers came out the same year, but it was just, like, I feel like they wanted to not do that. They were like, let's do a dark See, do a I think they thing. were
1: trying to be like that, but... They, they went too far, yeah, but just, then it wasn't dark. It like, just, it didn't
0: work. Spider-Man's not dark yeah, like Yeah, Spider-Man, that man. they should never have approached Spider-Man as like a dead We even commented thing.
1: on his costume as like dark. Muted. Um, and we didn't really like
0: it. Yeah, it's just like something about it. <laughs> I don't know. It's it just not doesn't not hit the vibe
1: scene. right. Um, like the thing that felt like that was lifted from the comic books was the lizard, but then the lizard doesn't feel like it fits with everything that that is happening with this movie um i don't know i and i'm not i'm not a filmmaker so i don't know what they could have done differently um but yeah i think i was just starting to miss some of the campiness of of other movies yeah and not even just like the toby mcguire ones just but even like the marvel kind of, movies still have all, like a yeah they're all they're
0: all campy like to an extent
1: yeah I don't know. And, like,
0: Avengers was, like, very campy. Like...
1: It was campy, but it was still... It was still based in, like, this realism. Yes. Yeah. Whereas I don't feel like the Toby Maguire ones feel like they're based in realism. Or even, like, Drank Fantastic Four or X-Men. Like, those don't feel, like, based in realism, but they... I don't know. I don't know what it yeah. is, but... Um, but kind of wrapping up, I guess, the
0: yeah um so of course we end with spider-man thwarts lizards plan well,
1: i didn't know if you're gonna mention the crane scene oh no let's talk
0: about the cranes yeah let's it's talk about the crane sweet. scene it is so i i i do like the scene even though i'm like this is like this is silly but like i it's fun but I, That's, know some, and
1: I said, like, there's no campiness, and then, like, we get this scene, which is still, kind of But it's still, day. like, too
0: serious. Like, they they play it up, <laughs> they like... They play it serious. They're, they're evacuated they and say, oh, I don't care, like, get my buddy on the phone. He it's saved like, my son. It's like, no, we're going to swing eight cranes around at the same time so Spider-Man can swing it. Have some fun with it, why don't you? And it, I think that is my problem. Like, if that had happened in the Tony Maguire movies, I'd be like, all right, because they would have had, like, some like, stereotypical dude. Well, like, they, he was kind but of it a, like But it was... Yeah. You know, it wasn't like that. But you it's see, still... See, I feel like
1: this moment did bring me back. Like, I was like, oh, this yeah. feels like what it, I was missing. It, it,
0: it, you're, you're right, because, like, it was campy. But it just can not the movie. Yeah, I think that's the problem. But it is like, all right, like, the people in New York coming together to help Spidey. My,
1: My note on that <laughs> was... The people of New York giveth, and they taketh away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that they do. That they do. A fickle folk. Yeah, that was fun.
1: But then, I'm sorry, what were you we going to say about the actual, like, ending fight uh, and stuff? Just
0: kind of the the standard, like, I don't know, lizard launching this canister of shit into the air. Felt like it was from the PS4 game, but, like...
1: Oh, yeah, but that's, like, even a side quest. Yeah,
0: no, that was, like, the main plot. Oh. They, but, like, that was, like, that was going to, like, kill people. This was just going to turn people into lizards. Yeah, but they like, seem like doing? they were
1: about to die. Like...
0: I don't, I don't know. Uh,
1: I'm not into, like, the <laughs> we're just going to shoot, and then, like, the anecdot- antidote just goes into the air. Like, come but, uh, on.
0: Gets all blown let's, away. It's, let's whatever. do better. Uh, George Stacy just had to be a fucking hero.
1: He is a hero. Griffin. That's the whole point.
0: I... <laughs> yeah all right
1: i do think he has some good (laughs) deathbed advice he did for spider-man that he does not heed um like do it don't don't bring my like one he does the like with great responsibility yeah i mean he doesn't exactly say it but he's kind of like the city needs you and you need to do this thing also my daughter's gonna get killed if you keep dating her and he's right
0: he's like sorry george Daughter's too hot. <laughs> Can't do it, bud.
1: Yep. So that happened. Directly
0: responsible for everything else that happened, but it is pretty rough for her to show up and he's just giving her absolutely nothing, being like, "Can't do it. Can't do it."
1: Yeah, this is his worst like she, boyfriend you moment. You know that
0: she knows that you're Spider Man. And she knows what you, you were, were doing. There. So why not just be like, yeah, I know your dad died. Like I was there and he was like his dying wish was to not but well, he also I, th-
1: I respect him for not being like, I'm not gonna blame this on your dad. And maybe he was just like, I don't wanna break up with you on top of your dad dying. Like
0: I think that's the
1: But I think he could have at least stood by her for that and then after that then like I know that you're going through a lot right now, Gwen. But we can't do this because I'm gonna stay Spider Man, and I don't want you to be hurt. Right. Right. That's an that's a conversation you have no that ta- you both are capable of having. I right. feel like
0: that's the, based on what we've seen. But no, he has he doesn't have enough tact for that or nerve anyway. Pretty rough.
1: And then Aunt May is like really slow on the uptake here. <laughs> I'm like, Aunt May, where have you been? She hasn't been in the whole, like this I whole know, half of the movie. She's like, she's
0: like, the end of it, she's basically waking up being like, hmm?
1: She's hot. A wizard? What,
0: what? No, what happened?
1: She's like, well, she's pretty. <laughs> Uncle Ben would say so.
0: <laughs> oh, and then um, for the first in our Spider-Man watch through so far, we have a post-credit scene, um, a pretty short one. But something that.
1: I feel like it's a normal.
0: Well, I guess it is. I guess it, yeah. it's not that short. But um, more of a setup. It's a for classic the,
1: prison postpartum mystery.
0: I don't even know who that guy's supposed to be. I remember when it came out, everyone was like, that's Norman Osborne. It's not Norman Osborn. just some guy.
1: Yeah, that would have been interesting. I at first thought it was like his alter ego. <laughs> no. But, but then like they actually show him. Because at first you just hear the voice. I'm like, oh, yeah. is that his like.
0: Yeah, voice in his head.
1: Yeah.
0: No, it's just some guy. I guess if they continued this, he would have been the one to put together, like, the Sinister Mm -hmm. Six or whatever, but...
1: The hitman.
0: Yeah. Times changed.
1: Yeah, so we are going to watch the second one, which will be... It'll be a ride.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll get to the sequel in a couple weeks, and then we're on to Tom Holland, and I know we're going to be at No Way Home before we even know it. Before we know it. Which is crazy. Um, do we have any games that we want to play for this one or at least what's your favorite scene?
1: Um, I mean, I do, I have a, a soft spot for the crane scene. I think the actual like best fight scene is that is the school scene. But by that point in the movie, I'm like, okay, let's, let's keep it moving. Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: That's fair. I wish we
1: had gotten to that sooner.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know what I would pick for my favorite scene in this one. Hmm. Because, yeah, I mean, like, as far as action goes, like, there aren't a lot of standout fight sequences in this, which is a shame.
1: I actually, I think what my answer is, and not, like, for him personally, but just, like, in the movie, I think when he is, like, going after, like, the blonde guys, his, like, (laughs) little revenge sequence, and that's when we get, like, the best quips and stuff, and we have that, like, car scene. Yeah. Where he's, like, sitting in the back of the car. Like, I think that little... I, it's not even a montage, but like that little set of scenes is like really fun. I, do I, like I think that. that would probably be my that favorite. That one's good. Actually. That one's good.
0: I I I don't know if I would say it's my favorite scene, but I I'll say it anyway because I didn't have a note on it. But I like the bit where he goes into the sewers to try to find Dr. Connors, and he sets up all the webs going in different directions, and then he's just hanging out on his phone because I'm like this this is just. It seems so very Spider-Man to me. And he leaves his
1: camera with his name on it. Also
0: a classic Peter move. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that whole scene.
1: I actually do like how they incorporated the photography into this movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's pretty subtle. And we Molly pointed out, we do get like a look at a Daily Bugle front page. That's all we get. Yeah. Um, but they weren't going to do that again. Yeah.
1: Which is honestly good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, they didn't. There was no need. There was no need.
1: Unless they got um what's his name back? JK Simmons.
0: Yeah. And I feel like they were like, No, we're not we gonna can't, We're not yeah. gonna do that. He was
1: a lot. He was a lot to handle. He wouldn't fit in this. No, world. no, no, no. Um, yeah. I don't know if we need to I feel like we could do a head to head with Lizard, I guess.
0: But against who? I
1: I feel like the answer I always go to is Hulk, but
0: Wow well, Lizard gets smoked by Hulk.
1: What about Lizard and Abomination?
0: Hmm. I mean, I'm inclined to still say Abomination would just win. Because we don't... Like, Lizard is strong, but he doesn't... It's, and he has, like, that kind of regeneration. But it's all, like, the serum stuff. So, you know, if he's fighting someone like Abomination, you get worn down eventually.
1: We don't get to see, like, the little lizard creation from the incredible hulk movie
0: the oh scientists
1: yeah. that like get stripped on or something
0: leader that's what his comic name is yeah
1: i feel like he would be a, a worthy adversary of lizard He's very
0: smart yeah i don't i don't know um I'm just gonna what about lizard
1: versus green goblin hmm i actually feel like lizard could hold his own
0: i think so too now, if you get Goblin on the glider, has a has a pretty big advantage over most people. But he could just like
1: grab him from the air, honestly.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Goblin would be in trouble if Lizard got his hands on him. That's for sure. I don't know. Maybe we'll see that in No Way Home. Maybe. Because if they're they're bringing back some of the amazing Spider-Man characters and villains. I mean, I want them to bring back the guy that would have played lizard in the Raimi movies because I, I liked him a lot. And I still think he would have been a better lizard.
1: I thought this guy was pretty good. He was pretty good. So, you know, Phileas looked good.
0: Yeah. Could have, but, you know, if he had been in other movies before, I still stand by that. would have been cool, but.
1: All right, well, thanks for listening. I know this was kind of a longer episode.
0: Yeah, surprisingly. We had a lot to talk about. This is. I feel like this is not something that gets discussed too often. Even I think like the second one gets talked about more because people hated it so much.
1: We'll see what we think.
0: Yeah, that's going to be guaranteed to be a good time. We'll see if we get to an hour and a half on it.
1: <laughs> and in the meantime, we
0: are out, out of the, the superverse. Universe.